Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Bud Pod. One. 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 Or is it, Pierre? Because I don't know if you follow Bud Pod, but last week there was there was a bit of a controversy. Yes, well, with the numbering of the episode, I, I put a, a, my little note at the start um, to explain that now, from now on, one hundred and nine will be a, an, an in joke lost episode. I think that's fair enough. What's embarrassing is that we made such a song and dance about 108A and 108B being the first A and B episodes for a while, and then after that we just forgot about episode 109. <laughs> well, you know, Bud Pod is 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 like it's like top level athletics. Even taking a week or two <laughs> off, you know, you lose so much. That's true. <laughs> already, you lose form already. Yeah, it's like look at this. Your 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 bud pod muscles have deteriorated even in this interval. We're just lucky you haven't um, been struck by injury yet, a podcast injury. <laughs> you haven't strained your jaw or anything. Well, this is it. Yeah, I mean the the <laughs> taking you out of action. Even even a minor jaw strain or or or, or funny bone uh, fracture. Oh, funny bone fracture. That's your. That's your career over. That's it. You're out for the season minimum. And I mean, a podcaster, you know, his podcasting years are only between the ages of, what, 20 and 57. <laughs> you know, it's a short window. <laughs> and it's a short career. After that, he just has to commentate on podcasts <laughs> and maybe train other podcasters. Well, this, this, this is what makes people like Mark Maron so exceptional, is that he's one of the few guys pushing that age boundary. Um and you know it's because he doesn't drink; he's in the form of his life. Uh, yeah. But but even he, at some point, is just going to have to be in a commentary box with Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkington talking about uh, the how the 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 off menu guys are are, are looking in form. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Mark Maron is the uh, Jean Luigi Buffon of podcasting. Um, I don't know if you're aware of Juventus's very old goalkeeper. <laughs> well, well, it's it's a it's a good week for you to actually know something about the ball kicking game, Phil, because everyone is upset about the football. Yeah, I'm so. I never thought I'd be relieved to see football as the main story. Yeah, it's not just a main sports story; it's <clears throat> the main story, and it feels great. Nothing says Donald Trump is no longer president, <laughs> and the pandemic. It seems for the moment to be going all right. Then, BBC top story: football. <laughs> yeah, and There's also new... just just like yeah. I also found it a relief and also quite amazing because it took me a while to even grasp what the hell everyone was talking about. But all I saw was that it was like whatever has happened, it's been condemned by like football hooligans, the Prime Minister, <laughs> Prince William, <laughs> the Guardian, the Times, the Sub. Like 
everyone on earth, like Macron has said something about it. I was like, what the fuck has happened? It was like at the end it was like football the had made March... the decision to align with ISIS. <laughs> at the end of Watchmen, nuclear war is avoided because a giant alien destroys Manhattan and the entire world gets behind fighting this one common enemy. Yeah. And the Super League has done the same thing. <laughs> I think in a few years' time, the Super League is going to get the Nobel Peace Prize for bringing everyone together under the banner of the Super League is a horrible idea. Do you understand what the, do you, do you get what the Super League is? I just have a working knowledge. Um, well, I've asked a few people to explain it to me. And from what I can tell... It... I'm hurt. You'd... I wasn't asked, Pierre. I'm hurt. <laughs> well, you know, you're 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 like uh, you're like the oracle. I can only ask you so many football questions per per year before I get too tired. Yeah, before and collapse. Before you stop swirling and all that smoke, nude and fall down. <laughs> uh, that's 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 the oracle in three hundred. Yeah. And after I saw that, I, I, ever since I saw that, I'm like, were oracles really naked, or was that just because that was Zack Snyder? Yeah, that's it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I would like I would like a, a sort of nude oracle in a cave who's like blind, swirling around to be what VAR is. Right. Okay. When they just go, well, was it a goal or not? And then they just cut to this like, they <laughs> yeah, they they're like, we we can't tell if it's a goal or not, and. The referee just pulls out a torch and lights it. And he says, I may be a while. And he walks off the pitch. Yeah, yes. And everyone just has to wait. Yeah. He pulls a hood over his head and walks through the tunnels. Yeah. The referee's cloak is like still a referee's, you know, uniform. <laughs> the stripes. Yeah. It's still stripes. Yeah. <laughs> and he does that same sort of run, that same sort of. I'm a referee. Run. Yeah, yeah. With his shoulders back up. The high fists up. and the the ass stuck out the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Jogging up the hill with the torch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the players standing around, kind of like spitting and kicking their boots around. <laughs> and all these all these people in pubs. In my opinion, the oracles fucking ruined the game. <laughs> It's either a fucking goal or it's not. I don't want some fucking swirly mystic slag in a cave to fucking disallow. <laughs> Why does the Oracle, in all her infinite wisdom, always favour United? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that article for the New Statesman about how criticism of the Oracle can sometimes veer into misogyny. <laughs> and you have to be careful. <laughs> One has to ask oneself, would I be saying this if the Oracle was a man? <laughs> yeah, yes. If it was a, 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 a bald, a sort of bald fat guy in his 50s swirling around in a cave. <laughs> Which he would be. The, the, one, I, I mean, the one logical inconsistency of Zack Snyder's otherwise um, watertight depiction of ancient 300. Greece. Of ancient Greece. Yeah is that the oracle who is chained to the ground and can't exercise is physically fit. Yeah, great shape. She's a hottie. And you're like, doesn't she... Isn't this all she does? <laughs> like, uh, she should be... 
yeah, the Oracle should be a fat middle-aged man. Just like, oh, I really need to do more cardio. <laughs> yeah, unless she's chained to the ground near a Pilates class. And a sort of... Or, and Also, the sacrifices are always like roast lamb. That's very fattening. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm sick of, Phil? I'm sick of these beautiful, in-shape oracles pretending that they're just like regular people like us and they eat roast lamb sacrifices. They clearly don't. It's just a PR stunt. Yeah, they're thin-washing oracles. <laughs> and it has to stop. We, we, we need more we fat need... oracles. <laughs> we, we need to talk about oracles, Pierre. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> I mean, the oracles already knew that we need... They knew before we needed to talk about them that we would eventually need to talk about them. So, you know, actually, there's, there's poor form from them not to tell us that we, yeah. need, that we would eventually need to talk about oracles. They sh- if someone was a really an oracle, they should come across as the most bored and frustrated person you've ever met. Yeah, well, it'd be like... I, I, I guess this is a, 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 a Watchmen-heavy episode, but it'd be like Dr. Manhattan saying, I tire of... These people. Yeah. Yeah. When you know so much and you know everything that's going to happen, you'd just be bored. Well, that's it. You'd be, yeah, you'd, 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 you'd be hard-pressed not to end every sentence by going, Duh! Because <laughs> you've known it since you were hit by lightning or whatever happened to you. Well, anyway, trust us to turn a talk about football into <laughs> a, a discussion of the Battle of Thermopylae. <laughs> but <laughs> it's basically... Just a couple super- of lads! um the the super league is basically all the it's all it's all the older boys have gotten together Mm. and and said the younger boys aren't allowed in their special club unless they fight each other for it so it's like six english clubs and three other clubs yet to be confirmed Oh no! Wait, is the and, and and three European clubs and well, I think fifteen like total, fifteen in total super clubs, yeah, including like Barcelona and Real Madrid and stuff. The biggest boys. They make up this league, and they can never, they can never, uh, be kicked out. They can never be relegated from it. Yeah. And then the final five are people who will have to qualify to be in it every season, and they can be relegated. And they they have they just get have to fight for a, a guest star role, but then what happens if like a, one of the top clubs comes last one season? It is, then they stay in the <clears throat> next club, the second last club, who are not of the special fifteen has to go. That must that be embarrassing for for the super club at the bottom. Well, it? Yeah, I mean, you'd think so, but the thing that confused me about how upset everyone was the the only way it's made sense to me is is. Um, it was explained to me that like what what this this removed like a lot of money from the other things featuring the the less powerful clubs like it does take away a lot of their money and potentially a lot of their TV money advertising money ah uh, uh. so in, like obviously if like one of the mega clubs plays one of the smaller clubs at the smaller club stadium they sell lots of tickets and you know they get some TV money I see I see, I see so I was I like oh okay but then. That's the only thing that made sense to me because up to that point, all I saw was people going like, I can't believe that football is being a kind of corrupt, unfair money fight. And it's like, what? Yeah, what? Well, yeah, I guess this is the epitome of that quibble. Um, is This is just the most blatant exercise in 
in in the money grab. I, I guess that's what people are annoyed about. And also, it's just it's yeah. just it's literally poor sport, sportsmanship. It's just very bad sport. It, <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of embarrassing and naff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, I just all these. You hadn't thought of the spot. I, I, you hadn't thought of the sportsmanship element. No, I genuinely, <laughs> I, I literally see them as like hedge funds. I mean, they are. Yeah, they are at this point. They're, they're... But then I guess, I guess the main argument is something like, from time to time, you get a Leicester City come up, and suddenly, like this ma and pa football team becomes Coca-Cola, and that's exciting, I guess. Well, but then it's just Coca-Cola for a while. But even then, like Leicester City had, would, I had to get bought by a Thai billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a young, up-and-coming, old billionaire. Who'd have thought? You know, it, it just still took like this enormous injection of money, um, mm. sort of unparalleled injection of money, and then you know, skill and a bit of chance, and that's like the fun narrative. But but beyond that, like, I definitely support a local team if if it was actually a local team. But it's always just like. Uh, this American hedge fund and its team of Brazilian recruits are going to fight that Saudi prince and his <laughs> team of pretending to be Geordie Spanish people. And uh, we'll see who wins. It's just, I have no, it just seems so like um, mercenary and strange. It's globalization, the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. What happens if you open up a sport completely and open up money completely? Yeah, yeah. Although I guess like... Um, the one, the one thing I think the UK will never have, surely, is that weird American thing where they just go, the New York Jets are now the Cincinnati Sauce Pots or whatever. They just completely move yeah, a team insane. and change their name and their logo. That is insane. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> Americans are so fucking weird. It, it's mad. <laughs> it's mad how our baseline cultural touchstone, America, is fucking weird like they're so weird that even being intimately aware of them culturally your entire life there's you, you they're still fucking weird yeah and i think even when the predominant global cultural right like even when the british empire was the most powerful thing it never had cultural dominance as well people would still you know talk about french philosophers and russian authors and german engineering mm. or Whatever else, Italian, um, uh, 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 you know, cuisine or anything else like that. It was never this like. The thing about America is that it's obviously it's the biggest military power, and it has loads of international hard power. But its soft power is just there's nothing like it. Just everyone knows what prom is. Everyone knows what a cheerleader is. Mm, mm, mm. Everyone understands yeah. the visual iconography of of American culture and and everyone's seen an American movie. Whereas even when the British Empire was at its height, people weren't... People in every other country on Earth won't, wouldn't have seen a Shakespeare play, necessarily. Mm, that's a good point. Whereas America... Well, yeah, I mean, America's cultural domination has coincided with television, cinema, and the internet. So I guess it, it, it's had that in its favor. That's it. It's huge, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if America's... Uh, School shooting disease is catching through its media abroad. Hmm. Yeah, thankfully that seems to be the one thing that doesn't carry over. Well, it's mostly the lack of availability of guns. There have been a couple of big school shootings in Finland, but that was a while ago now. But um, Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. But it is such an odd... It's just so big that every time you think you've figured it out, then something happens in the part that you forgot was there. Yeah. You just have to remember, like, oh yeah, Texas. 
and then something fucking mental happens in Texas. And <clears throat> you said another another shooting in um, is it Minneapolis again, wasn't it? Oh the, yeah, the yeah. the lady with her taser. The the police officer who has been a police officer for what twenty six years. Twenty six years, yeah. Yeah, felt like a taser. I mean, I I can't speak. I haven't held a taser ever. I don't know how heavy it is. Apparently, did you? Um, were you? Did you? Were you given one to practice on when you were two? <laughs> Just well, keep it safe for now, young Pierre. Um, here's a taser. I'll give you a taser before you graduate to small arms training. Um, now I've held pistols, but I haven't held a taser. But apparently, the taser thing is like a. It's it, it. You need to like flip a flip a cover over the off the trigger or something, or like it's definitely a different finger procedure, so to speak. Right, 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 right. So that's probably going to be the prosecution's angle of like, well, you've had you've had the taser in your gun on the same hip for twenty five years. Yeah. Plus, it's different. So, what were you doing? But um, yeah, it's a fucking weird thing to do. There's a huge corruption trial, I think, in Baltimore, where basically they've proved and they're and they're prosecuting these guys for um, they would drive around with like very realistic toy guns in case they shot anyone. They could just drop it on them. What? Who are these people? The Baltimore Baltimore police, I think. Really? Yeah. Search, search Jesus. cops. Baltimore toy gun is a part of a huge corruption case, I think. Um, but that's like on the record now, because one of the one of the guys involved has turned witness and is like, yeah, yeah, we had these toy guns and they they were literally for if we shot someone, we could just dr- use them as like a drop gun and be like, oh, oh, see, there you go. What to say that they fired first or no? Just to say, oh, I saw a gun. It was a toy. I don't know. It looks realistic to me. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Which is just like, I mean, to be fair, in the UK too, like our problem that we've had here is, did you see that Metropolitan Police? I think he's a Met Police guy. Um, and he he broke that guy's leg. Did you see that? No. So was this recent? Yeah. Well, it was a few. I think it was twenty seventeen. But it's only just like he's being sort of uh, tried tried for it now. Or let me let me get it up exactly because the UK laws are not kind um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, about getting these things wrong. Here we are. Yes. Yeah. Met, a metropolitan police constable has just been jailed. Um, so, um, a black, a black guy called Carl Abrahams Mm -hmm. was leaving a cemetery with his children, uh, after laying flowers, I think for his deceased wife, yeah, to their mother's grave. And, um, so he's walking out of a, (laughs) he's walking out of a cemetery in the day with his sons and this policeman just pulls up in an unmarked car and gives him a fucking leg sweep and just physically attacks him and fucks up what? his leg. What? Really? What? Yeah, breaks his fucking leg. <laughs> a leg sweep? Like in Street Fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, and has he said why? So apparently, um, I think his... De- I, 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 I can't find his defense. A friend of mine told me his defense was basically... Oh, he th- he th- he works undercover, you know, plainclothes police in like gangs and stuff. And he thought it was one of them. And it's like, right, you know, even if it was someone in a gang, it's still Ill- illegal to just rush up and break their leg. Like you can't. Was- <coughs> <laughs> you can't. That's so- not a defense to say when I was breaking the law, I thought it was, you know, Steve and it wasn't. 
That is nuts. What is going on? So if that if that guy was an American policeman, he'd have had a gun and he probably would have just fucking That's shot it. the gun. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, the the problem stems from just having guns everywhere. Also, I will and, say, if, uh, if you look this British policeman up, he is the he 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 follows the rule of looking like a fucking Neanderthal thug. Okay, I'm gonna look. He doesn't look. Up. Put it this way: he doesn't look like a wise person. <laughs> he doesn't look like a wise person. No. He looks like an absolute prick. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> In the photo, he looks like um, a wax model of a Neanderthal man. <laughs> yes. Like, he looks like a Simpsons caveman. He does a bit, yeah. He does, yeah. He's got a really heavy brow. Um, That is mad. What what is the deal with people like this? Where they, like, can you filter these people out when they join when they apply to join the I'm allowed to hit people club? I'm allowed to hit people with clubs club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they call it club club for short or club for short. Club club, yeah. Um, how do you filter these yeah, people so I mean, out? How do you how do you how do you ask tricksy enough questions like the fucking Sphinx? Maybe just ask like. One of those personality survey questions. You see a man leaving a graveyard with his children. Do you A, continue driving, B, say sorry for your loss, or C, leg sweeping like Ryu from Street Fighter? Do you D, Chun-Li him in the face? Yeah, I mean... Yes, I I guess every... Every net has holes. Is that a, is that a saying? Is that a phrase? I like it. Thank you. See, that's the kind of phrase that this guy doesn't look capable of saying. <laughs> Looking at his face now reminds me of... Uh... <laughs> he looks like he would say uh, uh, pop clink fizz. <laughs> <laughs> like Grandma Caveman, yeah. Grandma Caveman, yeah. <laughs> pop clink looks fizz. Like Grandma Caveman. Pop clink fizz. <laughs> oh, someone sent. Um, oh God, what was it? Someone sent some really awful. Um, I do. I do now read all that awful marketing in a caveman voice, where it's like taste, taste the delicious. Oh my God! I was I was at the gym early today, which I'll come back to actually. Um, uh, and there's a there's a healthy foods vending machine there that says I think, I think the top says try the uh, the future of delicious is the future and one of the products that it was selling also had a similar uh, slogan i can't remember it now no no it was like um try kind oh no try kind pierre have you tried kind or try kind try kind Ugh. You make, you make, Grandma Caveman sad. Try kind. <laughs> Stop mean. Try kind. Grandma, Grandma Caveman, me, me have fight with friend. Oh, try <laughs> kind. As she like pats his head. Try kind. Try kind. Okay. <laughs> 
I find something really funny about the idea of a caveman saying okay. <laughs> That's okay. really funny. They go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, dokie. Okay. That's quite. It's quite hard to write um, dialogue for a, a, a caveman because he wouldn't say something too fancy like very well. <laughs> very well. <laughs> Unless it was an evil caveman. Yeah, or if he was supposed to be like, like, well, like an oracle. It'd be very well, yes. Yeah. But then, okay, it's just a bit too... <laughs> it's too casual. It's, it's too... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. I guess you just have to go with a... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yes. yes. Yes? Can you say yes? Yes. Uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can get away with yes. All right. You could probably get away with yes, but yeah, kind of just going, hmm, and nodding. Yeah. Would be better. Yeah, there's, no, there's I don't think there's ever anything casual about being a caveman. No, it's a it's a full time job, yeah. <laughs> if you fucking ask me, Phil, cavemen should be paid footballers' wages. <laughs> the amount of work they do. The hardest fucking job in the world. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Scraping oh, a fucking anyway. living in 10,000 BC. It's not a fucking laugh, is it? <laughs> uh, of course it was until Thatcher closed all the caves. <laughs> she came and she shut down all the caves. <laughs> well, you know, like a lot of people, it's part of... Uh, so many people in the world can say, my my... One of my great 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 and then it goes on a bit. Great grandfathers was a caveman, you know. Yeah, that was his. You can all say that. That was his job, and that's my lineage. That was his job. And sometimes I feel guilty not to carry on the family tradition and work in digital marketing instead. Yeah, digital marketing contains almost no flint napping. Have 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 we spoke about before how mad it is that people lived in caves or? Like a thousand years. Oh yeah, like how long the Stone Age lasted? Yeah, it's a long time, with no change. Where they would, yeah, so long. Centuries and centuries of history just in caves. They're probably just like, like. I bet you someone built like a hut, and it was all like wet, and like it fell down a bit. And yeah. all the other cavemen were just like, oh, we're, oh, is it as good as a cave? And the guy was like, wet. No. Wet fall mush. <laughs> wet fall mush. You know what no wet fall mush? Cave. <laughs> Let's celebrate new cave with pop pop face. <laughs> you think you make better cave? Me like to see that. <laughs> really sceptical. <laughs> Folding their arms. Uh. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, anyway, I was I was at the gym mm-hmm. today, Pierre. I've told you this. I texted you about this. Because yeah. uh, I, I was my first session with a personal trainer. And they made me get on this special uh, machine. It's a virgin active, Pierre. Don't mind saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... Because um, you're an active virgin. Fancy. I'm an active virgin. Virgin active is only for people who are actively virgins. We <laughs> go out of our way to not have sex. And um, only we are allowed to join Virgin Active. Uh, and now it was my first meeting with my um, Virgin personal trainer. And he got me on this machine. They have the fancy machine where you put your bare feet on these little panels mm. and you hold onto these metal um, uh, sticks like you're doing that test in Scientology. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the machine goes... <laughs> And it calculates your body mass index. It calculates your body fat percentage. I'm at 27, Pierre, in case you wanted to know. Ooh. I'm 20% body, 27% body fat. Ooh. My personal trainers uh, was, I think, 7. Ugh. Um, but it also told you a whole bunch of things, including what the machine called your metabolic age, which I think is your effective fitness age. And I think um I think that's when cavemen were around, wasn't it? The metabolic age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's when grandma cavemen uh, would have been around. Uh, the metabolic age. Uh, that's when man first discovered the the, the treadmill. Metabolic age. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it said my metabolic age as a thirty-one-year-old man was forty-six-year-old, uh, forty-six years old. I have the Ooh. I have the fitness of a forty-six-year-old man. So you are fifteen years too metabolically old. I'm fifteen years fat, Pierre. <laughs> thirty-one years old and fifteen years fat. <laughs> okay. I can't believe this is the rudeness of this machine. It gave me an obesity warning. It said, I'm not obese now, but I'm getting a war. This is my warning. <laughs> but then I'm like, this has been my body for 15 years. I think if something is the case for fi- 15 years, it's not a warning. You can't have a warning that goes on for 15 years. So you got, so you, the machine gave you a yellow card is what you're saying. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I tried to eat. <laughs> you thought it was a pat of butter. <laughs> I'm not looking at 46-year-old celebrities. Oh. Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. I don't mind. Jimmy Fallon. Um okay. <laughs> maybe maybe not. Bradley Cooper. I'll take that. Yeah. F- Will I am and Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. To be fair, if your if your metabolic age was 19, DiCaprio would try and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind that ryan seacrest i'll take ryan seacrest's body any day katie hopkins mm. 
Um, Do you think if you put her in that machine, the machine just like starts emitting smoke? Because she's so she's too fit. She's so evil. <laughs> the machine gives her an evil percentage. Um, the uh... yeah, I, I I I don't know how much to trust this machine because it's obviously in a Jim's interest to, to tell you you're a slug <laughs> yeah. with a machine that you can't argue with. Yes. Um, Ask the oracle. But also, like, it did this. It did this scan of where the most fat on my body, where the worst points of my body were. Like where the most unfit points of my body were, and in color coded, and so like my belly was red. <laughs> <laughs> Obesity warning: red on my belly, and then my arms were like an orange. Right. But then my legs were sort of a green yellow. We were getting into green territory, and it's true that I have nice pins, Pierre. Uh, you've I've been got complimented pins. on them before. I do have lovely pins. I've got nice shapely calves. Uh, I've got. Good, um, sort of muscular kind of thighs, and so the machine and the machine knew, and so I was like, maybe this machine is right. But then, how often it's do you an see oracle people, machine? How often do you see people who look like, who's who's who, only their legs and calves are so fat that they look like a big grasshopper? I know what you mean, and and so my my second thought was right, but is this just a common fat distribution yeah. on any man? But then I remembered you, Pierre, and you have very, very big legs. That's true. That's true. Although there's not very much fat on my calves, but there is on my thighs. What would the machine say about me? Um, there's only one way to find out. Although, of course... Um, Come down to the machine! <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with my, my swirling oracle, thanks. <laughs> As she just, like, <laughs> s- swirls around in the smoke and then just collapses and just goes, Ah, oh, you're fat! Uh, try cutting out carbs. Uh, eat, eat more fibrous greens. Have five smaller meals a day. Uh. <laughs> yeah, as the oracle tries to pinch your belly, <laughs> and you go and rear backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't need, I don't need a machine to tell me I've let myself down over the past year, Phil. I've got a mirror for that. <laughs> a technology that has yet to be surpassed. That's right. I, for I, self-shaming. If I, if I, if I continue to to sit still and and drink beer at at the current rate, I will end up getting a kind of, I'll have a torso that looks like um, one of those like orangutans. <laughs> Just a sort of a, a ball with some tits on top. <laughs> so I'm aware that things need to be done. I also I don't trust I don't trust BMI. I don't know if I trust the electric foot paddle machine, but BMI is very silly. Um, especially if you're of 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 our height. If you're that if you're the, if you're as far above average height for the equation as you and me are, Phil. Oh really? Yes. Well, because the equation necessarily. Um, is most accurate at the center of the bell curve. On, on, on either extreme, it becomes less accurate because it's not designed... Mm. It, it, it is mm. inherently designed for the middle of the bell curve for the, for the average person. So the less average you are going in, the wackier your results will be. I want to look up average ma- male height, UK. It's not very high. 
five foot nine. Yeah. So, right. Okay. So I'm four inches taller than that. Yes. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> I mean the equa- the equation was was thought up well over a hundred years ago. Oh, was it? And it BMI. wasn't invented by medical professional. Like it's not being used for what it's for. It's it's all BMIs mm-hmm. is is real voodoo science. Um, and I'm always very wary. It's annoying because BMI is silly, but also, the, the, annoyingly, a lot of people who criticize BMI are, are also, like me, overweight. Like, I am. <laughs> like, I'm not saying I'm not overweight. I'm saying I'd like it to be measured accurately. That's all I'm saying. I'm not claiming, right, okay. I'm not claiming that I don't need to uh, watch my health. I do. Um, so you're not, you're not, you're not at, at the BMI machine's smacking it because it says you're fat saying this thing must be broken <laughs> smacking it with my one of my tits <laughs> piece of crap that nothing works around here if i if i <laughs> what what would a, like i get all philosophical what would a machine know of the good and bad of cheese <laughs> I start I start calling everyone else in the gym gentlemen and raising my hands up. <laughs> Overthrow gentlemen. this device, gentlemen. Live, live. <laughs> Throw off the shackles of metabolic age <laughs> and enter a new age, <laughs> the post-metabolic age. An age of unrivaled pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I rub my belly. <laughs> Come, fellows. An age of pleasure beckons. <laughs> and then the personal trainer is like, uh, yeah, so do you think you're going to, you could join or? <laughs> so, how many sessions are you going to sign up for? Because there's a discount if you go for eight. <laughs> Yeah, pleasure. I, pleasure. Ah, much pleasure to be had, I think, here. <laughs> they let you join on the condition that you don't speak when you're there, because that's how you talk. <laughs> Just makes everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, I went Gosh. for a couple of runs and stuff uh, on the treadmill. Went to the gym as well, and uh, my lungs seem okay provisionally. I haven't really pushed myself. That's good. But, um, seems like long COVID's naughty thumbprint on my lungs is not as bad as I had had worried about. So that's good. But um, well, that's encouraging. Yeah, I just need to. I was hoping long COVID is long gone. Well, this is the thing. I hope. Hopefully, it is. Yeah, and uh, the I I just need to st- I just need to get ready for when. It's difficult, isn't it? Because staying at home so much, food is the novelty and the fun, isn't it? And so I've been eating. Yeah. I've been eating a bit like, um, just a bit too decadently, Phil. Well, like the pleasure, man. That's right. That's right. I've I've been enjoying un- unrivaled pleasures. <laughs> Why not add a, a large knob of rich butter to that porridge? Enrich it, my friend. You've earned it. Uh, That's the man standing on my shoulder. I I had I I had a hangover the the other day, Pierre. Oh yeah, which really brought me back, and um, I had a McDonald's so big, I 
it lasted me all day. I don't even no. have McDonald's that big. Oh. I had, yeah. I had, uh, I mean, it wasn't that big. It just kept me going. I had, I had the McTaste, the Big Tasty. Yes. Which I like, love. <laughs> I love the Big Tasty, Pierre. I hope I don't come across as a corporate shill right now. But I love the Big Tasty. Well, it was named by, big taste. it was named by Grandma Caveman. Big, big Tasty. Big Tasty. Big. Okay. Tasty. Okay. How about we call it Big Tasty? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I had some, I had five chicken selects, which is pushing Ooh. the upper limit of chicken selects and then fries and, and coke. And that kept, that, that, that sorted me out all, all day. The, well, it didn't sort me out. I didn't feel good, no. but I didn't need to eat again yeah, yeah, yeah. for the rest of the day. It sorted you in. Mm, it sorted me in, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Big Tasty is such a thing where they just went, what if the burger was enormous and sort of f- filled with cream? <laughs> But if that's the big tasty, what's that saying about the other burgers? Are they not tasty? That's true, isn't it? What's McDonald's saying by coming out and going, we finally made a tasty burger? It's like if Ford came out with a car that finally stays together. (laughs) This is our new stays together car. It doesn't fall apart. A wheeled vehicle. (laughs) That's, um, yeah, yeah, if McDonald's... Yeah, what are they sort of admitting? They just, or are they just sort of saying, "Well, you pigs seem to love the burgers that we don't think are tasty." <laughs> so strap in, you animals. We've made one that we think is actually good. We can't wait to see what you think. Big tasty. No, oh, big mm. tasty. So, a uh, grandma caveman. Um, uh, thank you for coming to the fo- joining us on the focus group. Can we just, what, what do you think of the burger? <clears throat> uh, a, a big. Yes, okay, yes. Um, can you expand on that? Big, uh, uh, tasty. All right, um, you're free to go. What about if we added bacon? What would you think then? Oh, with bacon. <laughs> Big, tasty, with bacon. Okay, thank you, Grandma Caveman. Um, you know, you can you can leave early today, actually. I, um, we'll just talk to the other people here. <laughs> the chicken selects is a, is, a, is a good move though man Oof. a little turf and turf that's what I call it <laughs> a <laughs> little, you, gotta, you gotta have a turf and turf that's on, right on a, little, a little hoof and claw <laughs> the order of the hoof and the order of the claw <laughs> have joined forces in, in pursuit of pleasure <laughs> I walked past a I walked past a wine shop the other day, Phil, and naturally thought of you. Oh, I'm listening. It's called the Noble Grape. The Noble Grape. I like that. I wanted Where to send it? you a photo of it because it's now what I imagine you saying before every sip of wine. Ah, the Noble Grape. <laughs> yeah. Um Every sip. Ah, the noble grape. Just with increasingly, like, blue teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where was this shop? Where was it? It, I mean, I'll tell you what. It's within walking distance of where I live. So somewhere near Highbury and Islington, Holloway, I don't know. Okay. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Maybe it was further towards Camden than that. I don't know. But it's somewhere in North London. Very good. A fine place to stock up in anticipation of future pleasures. 
<laughs> bottles and bottles of pure pleasure. <laughs> Uncork pleasure. That's a good slogan. Uncork pleasure. Yes, and it's better than fucking think delicious or whatever. <laughs> the future of delicious. Uncork pleasure. What would what would be a shitty wine slogan like that? Mm, that's good, that's good, that's good. Uh Drink Divine. <laughs> oh yes. That's good. Drink Uncork Divine. Uncork Divine. Decant Oh. Decant good. Or something like that. Uh 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 Uncork different. Yeah, there Must we uncork go. different. For like a, a new wine company, like a natural wine company or like an yeah. organic vegan wine company. Uncork different. Sip grape. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh Shall we do some correspondence? Yes Read good Read yeah. good Email better <laughs> Correspond Pleasure <laughs> Letters Emails Emails Phone Correspondence. Uh, okay. Um, so, Kristen gets in touch. Kristen? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cool. American, maybe. Yes, maybe. Do you meet many Kristens? Not many. No, it is quite an American name, isn't it? Um, yeah, maybe. So... The... Kristen, Kristen. Um, that's firing on all pistons. Yes, nice. So the subject of this email is Yorso 2000 and P. Oh, yeah. And she says, hello, Tweedle P and Tweedle Dung. <laughs> I like that. Tweedle Dung is good. Uh, praise redacted again. Uh, I've been meaning to tell you this story for a while after a fellow listener wrote about the robbery during which he woke up and dismissed mid-sleep. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. The first thing you need to know, in my apartment at the time of this your incident... Okay. <laughs> there were three bedrooms and one bathroom with a second vanity outside the bathroom door. What is a vanity? Is that a me- like a sink and a mirror? I think so, yeah, that must be it. Okay. This little nook sat parallel to my bedroom door and perpendicular to the door leading to the actual bathroom. I like these de- this description. It's very hard to describe layouts yes. of, of rooms and places. This is very good. It's good stuff. Second, I like sleeping in a room as dark as humanly possible. Yes, same. Same. I've got some very posh um I've got a very posh eye mask now. You it's too great. fear the light. It does not give me pleasure. <laughs> she says, uh, and I had achieved it in that bedroom, managing to fix a small lamp to the head of my bed with a, sh- a pull string switch. Oh, wow. Wallace and Gromit over here. Very much so. 
Now, she says, one of my roommates played in and also coached an Ultimate Frisbee team. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> this email just gets more and more American by the sentence. <laughs> and we had agreed to allow a few teammates to crash on our couches for a big tournament one summer weekend. Were they at Frisbee camp? <laughs> Uh, I can't believe the Ultimate Frisbee starting the Ultimate Frisbee Super League. <laughs> so unfair. It's not about the Frisbee anymore. <laughs> so uh, I agreed as I trusted she vetted the, the guests and she was an upstanding girl herself. And I was working all weekend and would barely be home anyway. The first night was fine. Annoying because I don't like people in my space. But they weren't too bad. Yet. <laughs> On the second night, I come home rather early, around 8.30, to find four strangers in my living room watching TV and chilling. Okay. They were not partying or drinking, so I was pleased with the situation. <laughs> I'm pleased. <laughs> Standing in the middle of Good. four strangers. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm pleased with this. <laughs> Ten tenting your fingers. Uh. I then holed up in my room, closed the door, and had an early night. Nice. I was awakened sometime in the middle of the night in my pitch black room and what uh, 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 by what can only be described as squirrel rustling noises. Oh. Yeah. I opened my eyes and listened again to make sure it wasn't a dream. <gasps> and again, a rustling. Hello, I ask. No answer. Good. It must have just been my imagination. Rustle, rustle, again. I pull the string of my bed light. The door to my right is opened ever so slightly, and to the bottom left of my bed in the corner, a girl is squatting down and looking at me. No. Uh, get out of my room, I say. Whoa. And then she speaks. I'm Spencer's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the oracle. <laughs> I don't care. Get out of my room. She stands, and I see her pulling up her pants. Did you just fucking uh, piss in my room? No. I'm Spencer's girlfriend. I'm Spencer's... <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Spencer's girlfriend. She had peed all over my wooden floor. How powerful is Spencer? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Maybe it's like saying uh, you're a friend of Dorothy. <laughs> you know, like that used to be a way of saying that you were gay, whereas this just means you're allowed to piss wherever you want. <laughs> me, as I, me, me putting a folded up banknote into someone's top pocket after I've pissed my pants in the cinema, saying, I'm a, a girlfriend of Spencer's. <laughs> of course, sir. Right this way. Of course. Forgive me. Not at all, dear fellow. So she goes, uh, get out of my room. And then she says, I'm Spencer's girlfriend. I don't care. Get out of my room. She stands up, pulling up her pants. Did you just fucking piss in my room? I'm Spencer's girlfriend. I'm Spencer's. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I like how she starts repeating it. I'm Spencer's girlfriend. I'm Spencer's girlfriend. <laughs> like she's only just discovered, like remembered it. The, she had amnesia. Yeah. But she pissed it all out. <laughs> I'm, I'm Spencer's girlfriend. So she, I'm Spencer's girlfriend. I'm Spencer's girlfriend. So she's peed I'm all Spencer's over a wooden girlfriend. floor. 
It's 3 a.m. and she says, I had to clean up some strangers' piss. I did not do it quietly, and they were gone before I woke again. It was a mystery, as my roommate saw the gang before she went to bed too and confirmed they didn't seem drunk or on any substances. But she wasn't too Whoa. familiar with these friends of friends anyway, so couldn't be sure. My poor roommate felt so bad, but did not let anyone crash ever again. I never got a formal apology from the girl or Spencer, and uh, but I told my best friend about it. And with the little information I had about this complete stranger, she found her on Facebook. Whatever her name was, we found out she is now married to Spencer. And may they live happily no. ever after. Koji. Very good. I'm Spencer's wife! That's her on the wedding day. I'm Spencer's wife! <laughs> as, she, as she pisses and on the And do church. you now take Spencer... I'm Spencer's wife! Um, well, not yet, actually. We just have to... I'm Spencer's wife! <laughs> just pissing in the church. I'm Spencer's wife! <laughs> Uh, Madam, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm Spencer's wife. <laughs> How strange. Uh, great story, Kristen. Thank you for that. Um, very nice. And very American. Very American. Pissing on the wooden floors. Spencer. Yeah. You know. That's right. I'm Spencer's homecoming queen, I imagine she said. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm Spencer's love interest. <laughs> We're going steady. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure... Did I, did I read uh, an email out a while ago about... A guy called James inadvertently blasting our podcast out of a Bluetooth speaker. I don't think I did. I don't think so. Mm. The, the, the one time that, that someone who was a, a DJ at a party or something, or had to play some music at a work do and played a bit of the podcast. That, I remember that one. That was in like a, a, a reception area or something. This is in yeah. someone's flat. Okay. No, I don't think I don't think you've read this. So this is from James, a founding farter. Lovely. And um, he says, uh, I was listening to episode 81 earlier today while working from home, connected to Bluetooth speakers in my bedroom, when all of a sudden the sound cut out for no immediately obvious reason. I glanced at my phone to see that it had automatically connected to another device, the speaker downstairs <laughs> in the living room of my shared flat, which, which my flatmates were using themselves. In a matter of seconds, it became clear what had happened as I heard laughter from the room below. The exact and perfectly timed phrase that had interrupted their music was, quote, dipping her tits in a sluice and just reading a magazine. <laughs> you never know with music these days. That could be a sample in the latest, you know, Stormzy. Uh, <laughs> I sound like a boomer just then. Well, so just so just something going like dipping her tits in a sluice and just reading a magazine. <laughs> just suddenly, uh, huge drop after tits in a sluice. Everyone in the club, but in one in one go, tits in a sluice, <laughs> mouthing along to it before the drop hits and they all freak out. Here it comes, here comes the tits They're about to hit the sluice <laughs> Oh man, did you hear that? The tits hit the sluice <laughs> That's a good phrase oh, The tits really hit the sluice on that one Hey, you don't want to be in the room When the tits hit the sluice <laughs> That was um, that was us talking about that vodka That 
that um, famous people and models and like pour over their their boobs and bum. Ah, uh, yeah. The boob, the boob vodka. Yeah, sure. And I was saying that like for for perfect like mass production, you just have to have a, a woman with her tits dipped in a sluice as it just flows past in the factory. <laughs> She's just reading a magazine. Um, what followed was a hasty message from yours truly on the flat WhatsApp group to confirm whether they had in fact heard that vivid description. Thankfully, the response was as follows. Haha, yes, we loved it. Followed by, what are you listening to? And then finally, can you disconnect from the speaker, please? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Maybe I have inadvertently converted them to the the three of them, to the church of dirty little boys and girls. Maybe, maybe. Keep up the good work and for the love of God, keep jacking it. Okay, thank you, James. Um, Church is always looking for new congregants. What do you call someone who's in a congregation? Yeah, congregants. Congregants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we always are. Yeah, Yeah, see? There's congregants, see? Let us us know if it worked, James, if if suddenly hearing about the phrase tits and a sluice turn them into listeners. Yeah. Because if that's all it takes, then uh, we've really been overthinking uh, the marketing. Well, we haven't done any marketing. But um, that'll be the marketing we pursue. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, one last little... Uh, correspondence from Ali. Ali, let's get Pally. Yeah. Without Ali. I, I think I've said Pally before, actually. Yeah, um, yeah it's fine. She says, uh, well, or he, but I think I think she. I don't know. Anyway, hello, Podbuds. The recent mentions of people who can't see images in their head has allowed me to write into the pod, an event hither prevented by my ladylike lack of bowel misbehavior. Um, ladylike lack of what behavior? Bowel. Oh, bowel behavior, yes. Mm. Uh, she says, She's a lady. A lady? Ali? <laughs> she says, I have a very rare type of synesthesia called mirror touch, which means I physically oh. feel visuals. I physically feel visuals. Wow. <gasps> synesthesia. My go-to example is that if I see someone getting punched on the arm, then I will feel it on my arm. Or someone getting touched on the cheek, I'll feel it on my cheek, etc. Oh wow! Okay, so it's like it's a it's a quite a oh that's why it's mirror because it's 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 like for like yeah and synesthesia it's, sort of, it's not like watching someone get getting punched makes you yeah taste lemons it's sort something. of empathetic yeah very uh, ultra empathy this is too empathetic and she says it nicely explains my childhood refusal to be in the room while the family watched House yeah surgery House oh god yeah man. That's rough. Can you, can, you, can you imagine Ali watching a boxing match? She just comes out of the living room just covered in bruises like, oh, gee, that was a rough one. <laughs> oh, they got me in the third round. <laughs> really laid into me there. Should have got my arms up. <laughs> what happens if you're just browsing the internet and, and, and you see a porn pop up? Do you suddenly just go, oh, God. That's a very good point and a very interesting question. You're just harassed by it in the most intimate possible way. Or porn is extremely effective. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, it's the like future a mega of porn. Power. The, the, uh, wank different, Pierre. <laughs> it's the future of porn. Wank different. Mind wank. <laughs> the future of horny. That's some... Um... The kind of magneto-style nemesis of mechatine. 
<laughs> Mind wank. Mind wank. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a big ship that's always circling the earth. <laughs> Mechatin! And a big crystal ball, yeah. Yeah, he's just in this giant... Yeah, he's, he's in a huge fleshlight-shaped spaceship <laughs> orbiting the Earth. <sighs> just sat on this big chair with his, <laughs> with his trousers around his ankles. <sighs> Luckily for us down here on Earth, Mind Wank never gets anything done. <laughs> his strength was also his weakness. He gets very excited about a plan and then tired and just wants to go to sleep. <laughs> and distracted, yes, yes. God, yeah. Because it's not, it's not good for you to do too much, of course. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you lose a lot of energy. What's the, dis- the dispute is that he's, he, he thinks wanking should all be in the mind, whereas Mechatine is sort of robotic. It's a kind of a magic versus technology. Interesting. Subtext. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but then I guess so. Then Mind Wank wouldn't be in a fleshlight. He would. He would hate the fleshlight. Yes, he'd be in a sort of perfect dome. Or yeah, a giant like tissue box or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, she. Well, so Ali says, happy to answer any questions from you curious, unsynesthetic little mortals. Hope this blows Phil's tiny little mind. Ali Koji, obviously. Well, I guess. And we've touched on it. The, the 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 obvious question to me is: Is it it's the same for pleasure? Can can you will you feel something pleasurable if you see it? Yeah, is it ever nice? I suppose, or is it a right, horrifying right. burden? And is it persistent? Is it always? Is it every time? Yeah. Is there a way you can watch stuff and not have it ruin things, or are you just? You can only ever watch human interest story movies where all the action is just dialogue based. Mm. And does it happen with sound? If she listens to the archers, does she feel like she's ploughing a field? <laughs> or does she feel like the rest of us? Bored. <laughs> and annoyed it's come on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. God. Ugh, yeah. Um, well, thanks for that, Ellie. Those are basically our questions, I suppose. We'll 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 see if yeah. we can think of any more. Um, well, that's sort of it, really, yeah. everyone. Um, yeah. Good luck. Good good luck with your weekly pleasures. Pleasures. Of course, we are now allowed a couple more pleasures than we were before. <laughs> so do enjoy those pleasures. That's right. I'm, I'm off for my first, my first outside pleasure today, Pierre. <gasps> at the pube. At a at at a barcum restaurant. At a Barkum restaurant. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Maybe I have a point. I think it'll be my first point. Your first fresh, brimming pint of ale. Foaming pint. What are you going to get? A foaming pint of, of ale. <laughs> yeah. What flavour are you going to get, Phil? Pleasure flavour. <laughs> the flavour of flavour. Flavour yourself pleasure. <laughs> Flavor pleasure. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, I probably will do that. Yeah. Well, nice one, guys. Enjoy, guys. Hope you all have a good week. Enjoy. Um, 
And how about them Super Leagues, huh? huh. <laughs> how about that Super League? Can't wait to not watch it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess it won't if it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but here's the kicking out money in sport. <laughs> Let's kick out racism and money from from football. There you go. Finally, yes. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. All right, guys. Much love. Okay. Bye. Keep jacking it. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.